You are listening to Everyday Global Anglicans, a podcast produced by GAFCON, Global Anglican Future Conference. This podcast and other resources are made possible by people like you. Please help us to continue making these resources available by visiting us at gafcon.org. GAFCON's mission is to guard the unchanging, transforming gospel of Jesus Christ and to proclaim him to the world. Hello, my name is Ernie Dito, and I'm the communications director for GAFCON and the regular host for Everyday Global Anglicans. We're joined today by two special guests, the Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America and the chairman of GAFCON, His Grace Foley Beach from Atlanta, Georgia. And all the way from Northern Ireland, we welcome Keith Getty. The Gettys occupy a unique space in the world of music as leading modern hymn writers in reinventing and popularizing the traditional hymn form. And they are championing a catalog of songs that teach Christian doctrine and cross musical genres. Their hymns are sung throughout the world with In Christ Alone, penned by Keith and Stuart Townen, anchoring their canon of globally sung songs that include more than 70 titles listed by CCLI in its US and UK top 2000 lists. It is estimated that more than 100 million people around the world sing their hymns every year. At the time of this recording, we were a little over a week away from the beginning of the Lenten season on Wednesday, known as Ash Wednesday, and continuing until Easter. Many Christians from around the world will be committing to the ancient practice of Lent. For that reason, we talked to Archbishop Foley and the Gettys about why it is good as a church and Christian community to move into Lent together and what importance they have seen in following Lenten practices over the years. During the interview, Keith refers to one of their songs, My Worth. And if you can just hang on the podcast for a little longer at the end, you'll be blessed to hear Keith and Kristen sing this together. I am certain you'll be blessed to hear them sing these marvelous words as we enter into and follow along the Linton journey. One of the best things that uh, we have as a, as a church is this thing called accountability. And uh, one of, well, let me just read. Uh, this is the service uh, intro to, to the service of Ash Wednesday, which is the beginning of Lent. And, and the, the, the priest, um, whoever's leading the service, uh, will say, I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church to the observance of the Holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. And this is uh, all of these things are things that are so important for our Christian faith, our journey, um, our walk with the Lord. Uh, but to do this alone uh, is very limiting. Uh, for example, self-examination, that's something we can do. But if you would do that with somebody else and have them be open and honest with you and you're open and honest with them, uh, how deep you can go to be able to see where you need to improve or work on in your Christian life. So doing this by yourself is, is really tough. Uh, but doing it with a group of people and especially a, a loving community, um, I think, is crucial in our journey with the Lord. Very good. What are, what are your experiences? What, what have you seen in the past or, uh, I, I, that you're, you're, you are not Anglican? Is that correct, Keith? 
I, I grew up not Anglican, but I'm one of the most influenced non-Anglicans in history, I think, because most of my heroes are that way. <laughs> what do you see as the importance is going into Linton and some of the Linton practices over the years, perhaps from a distance or perhaps you've been moving towards it more? A, a number of different things. You know, when, when you grow up non-Anglican, you're told, and in fact, a lot of my evangelical Anglican friends are told this as well, that it's Catholic or it's secondary or it's, or it's works righteousness. And of course, you know, it's interesting, most of the people who do that actually are happy to celebrate Christmas, but don't want to touch Advent. They're happy to have Easter Sunday, but not touch Lent. They're, and, and indeed, some of them are even happy to do evangelism and tell you about their numbers, but not really talk about sin. And I think, you know, the beauty of the church's year is that it gives us rhythm. And that's what, that's the number one thing I learned um, during my darkest times of doubt as a student uh, going into Durham Cathedral, you know, every week was that I was, here I find rhythm, here I find, you know, here I find a, 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 a big picture of Christianity that allowed for all those things. And and for many of us, whether it's coronavirus linked or whether it's just in the life, we're early in the life of faith or maybe jaded in the life of faith, I think I think Lent is an, it's an, it's an important opportunity uh, for, for, for us to, in the same way as at Christmas we focus on Christ's birth, to actually focus on repentance and being satisfied in Christ and denying ourselves things uh, and giving more time to, to prayer and to penitentiary, penitentiary prayer. Archbishop, what are, what are some key elements as you see it? You mentioned Ash, Ash Wednesday that's coming up. Uh, some people just know it as that time where you, you know, put ashes and a cross on your forehead. What do you see some of the key elements of, of a Linton practice, what we would call a Linton practice? Of course, the, the Ash Wednesday service is a great reminder that uh, these mortal bodies uh, will one day be gone and that what's important is what's happening in our soul and, and in our spirits. And so Lent, uh, to me, is, uh, has always been a time to, uh, to set aside more time for prayer, more time for studying God's word, uh, be more intentional about my fasting, um, and it's things that, that would draw me closer to the, to the Lord. Uh, we often talked about giving up things. And, uh, and some people give up candy and give up certain foods. Or, um, and that's, it almost, it's almost gotten trivialized to, you know, well, I'm going to get on a better diet or, or something like that. And that's all good and well if, if it's done for spiritual reason. Uh, but really the idea is to give up certain sins. And obviously, eating certain foods can, can become that way, especially if we're addicted to it. Uh, so, so to have this self-examination, what sin in my life do I need to change? Am I getting angry and not resolving it? Am I gossiping, not slandering? Um, are there certain desires of the flesh? Maybe it is food. Maybe it's uh, sexual lust. Whatever it might be, uh, that, I, that I focus on giving that up um, and, and turning from those things in repentance and following the Lord. One other thing that, that I found also very helpful in my own journey is taking on uh, spiritual projects uh, during the season of Lent, whether it's helping out at a food kitchen um, or when I was a rector of the church, one of the things I would do is take on a special project at the church um, to serve. And that wasn't part of my job, uh, but it was just a way to serve the people of God that, that I wouldn't normally do. Mm. So, so I don't know if that's helpful or not, but those are some of the things that I found uh, very helpful for Lent. What are some th ways that you recommend a posture and a way of going into it as a worship leader uh, and or songs that you think lend well to this time 
this 40 year period, 40 day period? I think all things begin personally. You asked me once about, about, about encourage, you know, what, what songs families should be singing. And I said, nobody should be getting up on stage and leading their churches if they're not first of all singing in their home. So I think for all of us, integrity demands it of us. And certainly the, the accusing world right now and culture demands rightly that it begins with that. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing, the second thing I would say um, is, is, is it should it should represent the whole orb of our services. And so you Anglicans, you Anglicans are the are the blessed ones, um, or as John Calvin wouldn't have said, the lucky ones. And uh, because you guys have got this wonderful resource in your in your book in your common prayer book, um, and it's a really good season to dig into that. Uh, you know, and, and use the liturgies and use the prayers. Um, so I would say if ever you want to do a little bit more of that, um, that's a great thing. Uh, and then, of course, in our songs, and I think we've talked in the show before about the importance of not just singing about the things that bring us immediate happiness or immediate sense of positive self-actualization. And uh, what, one song that we're using as our theme song, um, if you'll excuse me because, because, we, because we wrote it, um, is, is is my worth is not in what I own. And and that song just covers a lot of these basic themes of, of, of Lent. My worth is not in what I own, not in the strength of flesh and bone, but in the costly wounds of love at the cross. So it's reminding us of the helplessness of our flesh and bone. Uh, the second thing which takes it a little bit further is it, it reminds us that as summer flowers we fade and die, as, 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 as reflecting again in many of the archbishops' things, is, is that our own mortality, that, 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 um, that this life is, 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 is so very short. I here last weekend morning with my friend, who's, who also is, who, who our mutual friend was a 43-year-old uh, father of three, uh, with a perfect health track record, three years younger than me, who who dropped with a heart attack last weekend, and just rem a reminder of the of the the futility of life. The chorus of the song says, "I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. I will trust in Him no other. My soul is satisfied in Him alone, and I so wish, I so wish my soul was satisfied in Christ alone." You know, for all we've written about it, my, our heart, you know, prone to wonder, Lord, we feel it, prone to lean, leave the God I love. And it's only one o'clock. It's only one o'clock here in, in the UK. And it's, um, it's fallen a lot uh, this day. So, and then the final verse says, two wonders here that I confess, my worth and my unworthiness, uh, my value fixed, my ransom paid. And so that, that again, it takes just a, a, another theme, allows us to pause and realize the, the value of our life, but the unworthiness of our life. Those of you who are intelligent hymn writers will know that I actually stole that line from Elizabeth Cleophan, who was a 19th century writer. Legally stole it, but it was still, it was still pure theft in the creative sense of the word. Uh, but I think most of all, just a song that keeps this light motif about the cross, constantly bringing us back there, uh, if for no other reason than, than Easter Sunday, and indeed each of our Sundays, is all the sweeter as we think about Christ's own. But, but again, our, 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 the, the, the natural place that we go to in our modern culture, and certainly with the songs we're singing, is to go to, is to, go to almost unjustified rejoicing all the time. And I'm not sure that's serving our congregations. I'm not sure it's serving them in the midst of a pandemic. I'm not sure it's serving them in a cynical culture 
who are constantly trying to caricature Christianity as oversimplistic answers to difficult questions. But I think Christ, in the model that he set for us, and in the journey that he went to the cross, above anyone else in human history, offers us something deeper. So I think it should, I think it should characterize our prayers and our worship.
have been listening to the Everyday Global Anglicans podcast produced by GAFCON. Please visit GAFCON.org to learn more about the many resources and work of GAFCON as we proclaim Christ faithfully.